0: What guy doesn't want to maximize their testosterone? Through using all natural and organic ingredients, men now have an option for a locally made paraben and sulfate-free shampoo, conditioner, and face wash. Not only does Dude's Manly product smell great, which drives ladies crazy, by the way, in a good way, they put a unique spin on their shampoo with it actually having a dark gray color because of the coconut shell charcoal that is used to remove the toxins. Dude can be purchased at the Tulsa Men's Shop and also online at www. DudeManlyStuff.com That's D-O-O-D ManlyStuff.com This is Dr. Chad Edwards and you are listening to podcast number 91 of Against the Grain.
1: This is Diana Edwards and I'm here with the amazing Dr. Chad Edwards. We've been uh, talking about genetics. We've been talking about SNPs within those genes. We've also been talking a little bit about methylation again. Uh, And then of course some bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Lots of good stuff like that, but I don't think you're done. So where exactly are we going today?
0: <laughs> you know, the genetics thing is, I mean, that was never my big thing in undergrad. I, I, I mean, I didn't really like genetics, but, you know, as, as the science moves forward, as my education moves forward, I just discovered that there's more and more to this. And especially in trying to customize our medical approach to each one of our patients, you cannot overlook... Uh, the genetics, and you know, of course, as we get into cancer therapies and things like that, you can't overlook the genetics. So it's a big, huge topic that for a lot of people is like, you might as well be on another planet. Um, but today, so we've talked a little bit about the the gene itself, your chromosomes. we talked about single nucleotide polymorphisms, which helps us understand uh, differences from one person to the next and why uh, certain medications and chemicals and nutrition uh, alter uh, the expression of some of these enzymes and how that it can affect your overall health, especially with like bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and medications and things like that. So today I wanted to talk about gene expression.
1: Okay, so now we're talking a little bit about epigenetics, uh, which is actually very, very new discovery um, with our science, our our medical community and what exactly it does. So just a little bit about epigenetics, I imagine genetics as being the puppets and epigenetics are like the puppet masters. They get to pull the strings and make things go. Am I close?
0: Yeah. I've heard some people say that genetics loads the gun and the environment pulls the trigger. Very good. And, and I like that because that lets you know, like, here's your overall, um, you know, here's your, here's kind of what you're given, but that doesn't mean that this is ever going to happen, you know, at, at, at any given time. So you may be at higher risk for something like one of the thing I'll, I'll I'll side note for just one second on breast cancer and the BRCA gene. Uh, So some people think that if you have the BRCA gene, oh my gosh, you're going to get cancer. That's just not true. And the reason for that is because the BRCA gene is not a cancer gene. The BRCA gene is actually a, a cancer or DNA repair gene. So there's constantly things, we're getting these insults to our physiology, to our genetics, and interestingly, like what we talked about last time, on uh, that 4-hydroxy estrogens, uh, they, if you don't methylate well, then you have buildup of 3-4-quinones, which are known to, to damage DNA. And you get something in there going in and screwing up your DNA, uh, then your chances of cancer go up. So these are um, these are potential carcinogens that we want to eliminate. Uh, so that's one of the many reasons why that stuff is very important, especially if we're talking about hormone replacement therapy. Yeah. So the BRCA gene. So the with we, we constantly have these cancer cells that are being presented, because the the DNA uh, gets screwed up because of you know a number of things, the BRCA gene, like the p fifty three tumor suppressor gene, these are. These are genes that help repair the DNA so that cancer doesn't perpetuate. If you have the BRCA abnormality, BRCA1 and 2, that just means that you don't repair as efficiently. They don't cause cancer, but they do help repair cancer. So when you're trying to reduce your risk of cancer, you certainly you want to be able to repair anything to which you're exposed or you know, as your DNA gets messed up, you want to be able to repair that. But ultimately, you want to do what you can to minimize the damage to the DNA. And there's a whole host of things that can be done. I'm not saying uh, that you shouldn't pay attention. If, you're, if you have BRCA1 or 2, your chances go up. Sure. Period. But just understand it doesn't cause cancer. So I just wanted to sideline and, and talk about that for a second. Very good. So now with what I wanted to talk about today is genetic expression. And so, you know, in our, our human genome... We have estimated nineteen thousand to twenty thousand genes, but and so each one of those genes are going to encode for a certain protein or enzyme, and you know it it's not like when uh, you're you're not making all of these proteins on the same chromosome all at the same time. That's not what happens. you have through a, you know these signaling mechanisms that uh, that happen, the DNA will begin producing. RNA through transcription and um, and we'll start producing these these proteins and uh, there's a a number of factors that will uh, cause the DNA to do this and so that is genetic expression but that doesn't all happen across the chromosome at the same time Uh, you know many of these things will be dormant and you're not actually expressing these proteins Uh, that gene is not expressing itself um, at, at any given time so there are uh, there's some really cool things uh that we can do there there's some tests that we can use uh, that measure genetic expression and two things that come to mind right off the uh, right off the bat one is a cardiovascular test that we do it's a blood test and we are looking for uh, certain proteins or uh, rna uh, or protein in the blood that help us understand if some of these specific genes are turned on and transcribing um, uh, proteins. And so the test that I'm talking about is called the chorus test, C O R U S chorus test. And it, when you have the expression of these certain proteins or RNA, then you have set yourself up for having atherosclerotic plaque. So you have plaques in your arteries. Uh, that test is fairly well validated. We're going to do a, a, uh, another podcast on this test because I think it's a very important test, uh, but it helps predict uh, the atherosclerotic plaques. Uh, and that that happens because the environment is ripe. There's some things going on uh, and you start turning on the DNA and you start expressing these proteins. And there is a high correlation with atherosclerotic plaque and the expression of these proteins. The other thing, now the other common one that I can think off the top of my head is some tests for looking at cancer different kinds of cancer uh, and we can use some of these genetic expression tests uh, to evaluate if the uh, the the playing field is set for breast cancer colon cancer any of these other numbers of things doesn't tell you that there's cancer or not cancer but it's just like okay the fields are ripe Um, you know things are looking uh, at to be at risk for cancer so um, very, very cool stuff uh, that, that we can do. And it's just, it was very interesting to me when I first understood that not all of your genes are being turned on and expressed at any one time. And there are things that will affect the whether those genes are getting turned on or turned off. So it's pretty cool stuff.
1: Very cool. So nutrition, medicine, uh, my environment itself—so things that I come in contact with—is that going to cause me to turn things on and turn things off?
0: Oh, absolutely. There's no question. Um, you're you certainly the nutrition uh, plays a big role. Uh, the um, you know we talked last time about the the broccoli seed extracts and uh, you know with the, with the hormone foundation supplement and uh, the the dino and glucaraffin and Uh, That's a nutritional supplement that can make a difference um, in the expression and how we metabolize estrogens. uh, But there's, you know, across all of the genes, the nutrition without question plays a role and it can play a huge role. Um, Environmental toxins plays a huge role. Inflammation plays a role. There is a lot of things in our health that will affect whether these genes are turned on or turned off.
1: Very good. Um, what about other events in our life like pregnancy? Could that do it as well? Just some, some sort of event that we go through health wise.
0: Sure. Uh, you know, um, so yes, pregnancy, there's no question. Certain, certain things you start producing certain things. I mean, that, that is like a a miracle in and of it. So it's just, it blows my mind how that whole process happens. But, um, I was listening to a, a lecture by Dr. Zava. He runs ZRT lab and he has done years of can, of uh, research on estrogens and breast cancer. And one of the things that he talked about is when he talks with women that have had breast cancer, he nearly always asks them what happened two years ago. Interesting. And he, he said that you can almost always tie it to some major event that, that, uh, that caused the triggering of this. And he said, the other thing is that, you know, cancers don't develop overnight. Uh, they take years to develop. And he said, when cancer expresses itself within a, a two year window, what that means is that the cancer was already there. Okay. And something caused the scale to tip and allow this cancer to really take foothold. And, and, it's, and again, you know, we talked earlier about these, uh, we, we constantly have these cancer type cells that are being produced in our immune system. We'll put them in check and keep them suppressed. Uh, that's a, that's a common process. It, when, when you get cancer, uh, that is because there is, uh, it's been able to take hold and grow to a point where it's going to cause a problem. Uh, and whether it's, um, you know, any number of things that, that can ex- express the, the cancer, or the number of problems the cancer can cause. Um, but these cells, it's common that we'll have this damage and we'll put it in check. You'll get a cell, put it in check. And it's when something happens, whether it's to the immune system or to the cancer um, um, uh, induction itself, uh, that, uh, that causes that thing to really take a foothold. So yes, a lot of emotional stress. I was gonna ask about stress. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely something that uh can can alter the expression as well.
1: Now, is this where um the the blueberries came in as part of the nutrition, uh amping up the NK cells, because the NK cells are the ones that can go out, the natural killers and yeah. and annihilate the abnormal cells, which we would refer to as possible cancer cells?
0: Absolutely. So what Diane is referring to is um, that it's been shown that was it a cup a day? I
1: believe it was a cup a day. I think
0: it was a cup a day. Uh, Dr. Mitch Ginn, H E N, um, you know, mentioned this in one of his uh, lectures that uh, a cup a day of blueberries enhances your natural killer cells, which will help keep some of these cells in check. So again, uh, nutrition plays a role in your overall health. So it's really cool how how a lot of this stuff plays together. Very nice. So uh, that's kind of my thoughts on, um, on the genetic expression, gene expression. We can use this in lab testing. It's a target for some of our therapies, trying to optimize your overall health. Nutrition, without question, plays a major role uh, in your overall health. Uh, and certainly something that Diana is working on, she's working on a, um, uh, what's the name of your uh, functional the
1: yeah it's a functional medicine health coach
0: so very very cool and it's going to take her a little bit to get um, to get com- completion on this uh, but she will be able to work one-on-one with clients uh, helping them to optimize their health and really in a way that I can't um, and in a way that our clinic currently can't so we're very excited about having her uh, get this certification and the training and of course she's phenomenal you taught physiology and anatomy and science for years.
1: Um, a decade, maybe
0: I didn't want to like <laughs> tip, tip the hand. Cause you, I mean, you look amazing for, you know, 29 years old. So, um, oh, yes, thank I, you. <laughs> I didn't want to tip the hand too much. So anyway, um, the, uh, so she's going to be able to, uh, bring some stuff to the table that really I can't, uh, and be able to help patients in a way that I've not been able to. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to be an invaluable tool uh, to optimize the health of our patients and uh, make sure that we are expressing genes appropriately to reduce risk of things like cardiovascular disease and cancers and all kinds of other good things. So uh, as always, be sure and go listen to uh, our other podcasts. Uh, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. The more reviews uh, we get, the better off uh, we are and the more people will, will see our podcast. Um, if you're not a patient, come see us. A lot of stuff that we can do for you. Um. So, uh, I don't have anything else.
1: Me neither. Revolution Health and Wellness. Make sure that you are staying tuned to our podcast. We got a lot of great information coming at you.
0: Awesome. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's podcast with Dr. Chad Edwards. Tune in next week where we'll be going against the grain.